You pee that fast? Yes, you push it out and you get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, that's what happens when you do your, your kegels. God damn. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, spoken like a true top. <laughs>
as the black folks say, um, of detangling my beard because I'm gonna put it in. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in bantu knots later, so that's gonna be fun. I'll probably take a picture. Wait, are you are you serious? I mean, oh you, yeah, I'm dead ass serious. Oh shit! Oh yeah. damn! Oh yeah, yo, absolutely. Yo, the hose will not be able to manage. <laughs> We'll see if it works because it, it halfway worked last time I did it, but I'm gonna try harder this time. We'll see. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the ancestors are with you. Yes. Yeah. Some of them might be playing shuffleboard. They might be busy, but I'm sure one of them got a little got got a little like um, not shuffleboard <laughs> hoodoo or hoodoo magic for you to make sure I, I embrace it all. Popping <laughs> fresh, popping fresh. Yes. So, by the way, y'all like niggas, y'all have to detangle your beard. I, I'm tired of niggas here. I'm tired of hearing people acting like they don't have to do regular hair care on their beards. You even do. this tiny ass little goatee that I got. Right no, here? not that. Not that. That's that's fine. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> awesome. But people, people who have full shits, you, you got to treat it like people treat their natural hair on their head. Like, yeah. stop it. Yeah. You got it. Got to treat it. Absolutely. All right, it is time for a heaping helping of geek news in a segment I like to call Nerdy Nuggets, The Tops Gambit. <laughs> okay, he's back. <laughs> Love that little that little red-headed white girl, you know, like beating all them little men's in the chesses. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, so our our first story so on Friday, uh, Will Smith released a trailer and the premiere date for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Will Smith, who found his breakout role in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, revealed the highly anticipated 30 Years in the Making reunion special will be streaming Thursday on HBO Max. The sitcom, the sitcom last aired in May 1996, and Friday's trailer brought back all our favorite memories from the series. The trailer starts off with Will Smith telling the camera, you've probably seen the picture, posted it about a month ago, me and the whole French Prince, Prince cast, French Prince, Fresh Prince <laughs> cast, but you couldn't be ready for this trailer. Um, and wow, like truly a blast from the past. Like you walked in, like everyone's like all grown and shit. Like it, it, it was like, it was like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like Shapudin. Like everybody's all older, and like you know wiser, and just like looking back on the good old days. Um, Alfonso Ribeiro like even did the whole like popping out from, from like the top of the staircase. Um, like every, there was hugs all around, like they, they were just reminiscing on, you know, v- various parts. Um, yeah, just, just, it, it was, it was very, very, very surreal, uh, you, you know, um, uh, Daphne Etta Maxwell-Reed, uh, aka like light-skinned Aunt Viv, like it was revealed that like she initially didn't want to do the show. Because like they, mm-hmm. they they pitched it to her, and it was like, okay, so you know, it's like the sitcom with this rapper, and she was like, oh no, and Will Smith is this was the safe rap. He was like the safe right. rapper and all this stuff. So like the fact that she was like, oh no, <laughs> like that is extra light skin. Oh my god, because like oh oh, I, I I don't I don't um, I don't associate myself with the with the hippity hoppers. Uh, <laughs> do that. Mm, 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 no, we'll, we'll not be doing that. 
Um, but yeah, it was just really great see, seeing seeing everyone. It was, um, um, yeah, it really hurt not seeing um, Uncle Phil there. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, James Avery. Yeah. R.I.P. James Avery. He was, yeah, he was father. Like they, um, they, they touched on like that that iconic scene of uh, Will Smith, mm-hmm. like you know, breaking down um, in front of Uncle Uncle Phil about his dad. Um, but they bright they brightened it up. Um, when they, they, they brought in uh, uh, Miss Huber at the very end, uh, the original yes. Viv, I was like, because we saw, because we saw a picture of the two of them sitting down to talk. So you know, I mm-hmm. I knew that she was gonna she was gonna make an appearance in yeah. in the um, in the special, but I it, it was just really great um, being being reminded that you know she's she's going to be a part of this, like the Black Tress. Black dress, <laughs> you know, you know a, a, after years of you know of like shade being thrown certain yeah. ways. I'm not gonna say you know by who, but it was just great that both of them were able to sit down and come together, you know, a, after all these years and like ha- hash things out because oh, it was by Aviv. She make let, let's just make it clear. She makes she makes no she makes no she cuts no cards when it comes to that. She's absolutely she stands ten toes in the fact that she don't fuck she she's not fucking with him. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what I loved about her. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, when you listen to her talk about it, you know, legitimate reasons. So I don't blame her. But I'm just mm-hmm. glad, like you said, that they you know squash it somehow. Um, I'm glad you know Janet got a che- you know they cut Janet the check. They could gen the trip. Uh-huh. Yeah. The I'm original glad. Aunt Viv. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love to it, see it. Yeah. They said, cool it, Effie. This time you knew what you done. <laughs> said, haven't been feeling too well. They said, Janet, we all got pain. Nigga. Oh, God. Instead of fighting to leave, she was like, "All right, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> she came back in the end. And, you know, we, we all, you know, they, they they might not, you know, some things may may not be all the way hashed out, but it, at least you know mm-hmm. they they come in, they come back together for the fans because we love yes. all of them. We, we love exactly. We, we love all all of them. And just mm-hmm. yeah. Side note, like Carlton is like look. Carlton gets finer and finer with age. He does like, like God damn. I love it. I love it. I love yeah, that for us. He's more open. Like he's he's like one of the like the first black nerds that we saw on TV. Just kind yeah. of like stay, <laughs> standing in in his shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, like Will Smith stayed making fun of him. Stayed mm-hmm. making fun of him. And yep. sometimes he needed to, you know. When um, oh, a lot of times, absolutely. Yeah. When, when, he, was, <laughs> when he was out here defending the police and shit, Bruh. and and like the. And then Will got shot. He fucking like she, she tried to go get a gun and like try to like thug. I was like, "Yo, bro, that up, bro. that scene, bro, that scene." <laughs> yo, yo. And, they just, they, and they just like gloss over it because next week he he back to hitting he he back to like doing doing the whole dance. What gun? It's not unusual <laughs> to be strapped sometimes. Mm. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for yeah. um, that episode to drop. 
are, mm-hmm. are you're that special that special to drop because yeah I'm I'm excited I'm excited yeah uh-huh. yeah uh, moving right along and um some we, we're gonna jump into some Marvel news for a little bit oh, no. actually no let me let me let me do this one anime story and then and then the rest will just be like Mar- Marvel all the way out okay. In anime news, Bleach series creator Tite Kubo has shared an update on season two of his newest series, Burn the Witch. When Burn the Witch first debuted as a one-shot back in 2018, uh, Shuisa was so responsive to it that it was picked up for a four-chapter limited series and a theatrical anime film that debuted this year. But when the limited series came to an end, it was announced that it would be returning for a season two of chapters. Even more enticingly, it was announced that this new wave of chapters for the series would be coming soon. During an interview with comic Natalie, unfortunately, Kubo gave an update on the status of Burn the Witch Season 2 and noted that it might not be coming as soon as originally advertised. As it turns out, the Shonen Jump editors put the coming soon tease in their in their cheekily as a way to motivate Kubo to produce the news chapters quicker. <laughs> As Kubo explained about Burn the Witch season two, my editor told me they wanted to put the season two announcement at the end of the final chapter of season season one. So I told them I'd draw some sketches for that, like the ones that appear on those pages. Kubo then even joked that the coming soon was written without his permission. Kubo revealed that the editor had shown him the teaser page for season two before it went to print, but he himself noted that it wasn't going to be coming soon. As he broke it down further, Kubo asked for fans' patience, as it's probably going to be a little while before we actually see new chapters of Burn the Witch. There were a lot of people on Twitter commenting that they were sure I'd start drawing season two soon. I ended up thinking that I'd actually have to start drawing soon, it seems, but it will probably not be quote unquote soon. So I'll be happy if readers can patiently wait. Um, so I um, am a big fan of Tite Kubo, like his, um, He's known for the widely popular Bleach manga and anime that, I, that I've been watching since I was 15 years old. I'm 28 now. So yeah, I just, I've always, I've always been a huge fan of the series and um, I just got into Burn the Witch. Um, the, man, the manga is dope, excuse me. The anime is dope. I think the, char- the characters are very like vibrant. Um, I, I enjoy like the, the, uh, the setting. So Burn the Witch takes place in the same universe as Bleach, but instead of soul reapers out here like hunting ghosts, they are witches and um, each witch has a companion dragon. So yeah, they, 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 have, um, they have dragon adventures. And instead of swords, uh, they, they use uh, like little like guns and like, like sticks and like wands to like cat and, and even spray paint cans to cast spells like one of my, like one of my new fa- favorite ca- char- characters i'm forgetting his name now but he's like he has a um he has a blue aesthetic he's um very 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 lordish. he's like he, he's in he's in blue he's got like this he's got this skeleton mask and he rides this giant blue dragon and he like the, in the movie he casts this really dope dope ass spell with like he like he um he draws like this this spell circle, spell circle, whatever, in with like neon blue spray paint. It, it, it's fu- it's fucking dope. It's it's fresh. Um, Tite Kubo, his designs are always very unique. Uh, yeah, some sometimes the stories don't make sense, but the animation is lit. 
Like it, he has a very, very unique style. Like the characters really jump off the page. Like it, it's, it's really not like, like any other like anime. It's, it's why Bleach was part of the quote unquote like big three for so long. And you know, and as um, many Bleach fans know, as like I hope most Bleach fans know now, the continuation of the anime is coming next year so he's got a lot of shit to work work on so i'm i'm just glad that it's coming soon like it's like hearing the creator say that it's coming soon is a lot better than hearing absolutely no news at all so i'm excited for that so yeah why are you so fake the fact that you know i like stuff about i you know that i like anything about witches you ain't telling me about this i don't know you know anything witchy Anything witchy, I, especially a witchy anime, is my, my shit. I thought I posted it. I posted a little clip from the from the thing on nigga, on, on Twitter. You saw what the f- you act like, I, nigga. You know what? We gonna talk. It's fine. <laughs> we gonna talk. <laughs> my work husband is mad. <laughs> I have upset my work husband. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like my alley, my nigga. So I feel yeah, like, but okay. yeah, definitely read it. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll I'll link you. I'll I'll send okay. I'll send you all shit. It's it's dope. It's like yeah, um yeah, they're witches and they ride dragons and shit. And they they they're, they're they're based in um they're based in the UK. So they they they've got these like Sherlock Holmes ass shit. Well, now well if you don't know now you know. Now, now, now I know. You know, I'm I'm, t- I'm telling you now. I'm t- I'm okay, you fine. Now. <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. It sounds exciting. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, in Marvel news, um, speaking about magical girls, Walt Disney, uh, um, yeah, the the Mickey Mouse peoples, this is, have announced that WandaVision will debut not this year, but very early in 2021. We got a brief commercial uh, slash preview, which positioned the first of the new wave of MCU television shows as premiering on January 15th, 2021. The Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany sitcom seemingly playing in the same sandbox as the Twilight Zone episode, It's a Good Life, and the animated Justice League two-parter Legends will will both exist within the MCU continuity and allegedly pay off in Sam Raimi's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Whether coronavirus-related date changes will affect those plans, um, not sure, but this does mean that 2020 will be the first year since 2009 with no MCU content. And um, this story is from Forbes. Um, I, I will say I was a bit disappointed when I found out that WandaVision um, wouldn't be coming until next year, because like they kept teasing that it, that it, it was going to come at the end of this year, like either November or December. But right. I, we got to wait a whole other two, like uh, a solid two months um, to see this. But I I, I kind of get it because like they were like you know because th- this year was very very up in the air. Like th- they've had they've had to push a whole bunch of their projects. Um, to next year, they've had to push Black Widow to next year. Um, you know, like they they've had to they've had to push filming and scheduling and all that stuff. So I guess you know, with their with their new um, slate of TV series, they they decided that 
they were just going to have a fresh start in 2021. Like, yeah, just like 20, 2020 is a MCU mulligan. It's like, you know what? Boom. Like it's, it's like the, the real world, like pull the Thanos and like hit the snap and <laughs> shit was just like, yeah, niggas is gone. So yeah, yeah like, you know what? We, we just gonna make, do, do a, um, a fresh start, you know, um, you know what, what Duran, what Duran Bernard say? Fresh start, <laughs> fresh start. Let's try that one again. Fresh start. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I got him back. I got him back. I got Trey back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm, I'm not tripping too much, uh, you know. Um, Shit takes time, and when it'll be out, it'll it'll be out. Like b- before you look, like you're like a show you've been wanting to come out will come out. Like I, I literally like I, I put my head down and I looked up, and the new Digimon movie was out, was <laughs> fucking out. Like I, I put my head down, I look up, and um, as of this taping, excuse me, as, as, excuse me, as of this taping, um, the new Mutants is gonna drop um, in in two days, and the new Mutants drops on demand. Um, on on the seventeenth, yeah, girl. <laughs> Look, I don't. Are we gonna review that? Yes, yeah. Um, I I I will the I will pay for the I will pay for the movie. I'll 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 pay for the movie. Don't don't worry. Saying child, don't 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 worry. Don't worry. I'll I'll pay for the movie. You you don't. I guess we you, don't you, talk you, about it, y'all. You won't you won't have to have that um. That that burden on on your soul <laughs> or, or your credit card. So yeah, I know. Like, see, like to be a queer X Men fan is you know it's it's hard. So because like you you know the you know all the potential. You know what X Men has stood for in the comics, and you just gotta kind of you gotta take the good with a lot of the bad. So I, I I know this is gonna be, oh, uh, we're gonna we're you know we, we will watch we're it. We're gonna push we, through it. We're gonna we're push gonna, through. We're gonna sift through the shit, <laughs> and and, fi- and find and find the, the the gems for y'all. So sure, yeah. sure, mm-hmm. sure. So yeah. So we'll, we'll, we will most likely be yeah no we will be reviewing that on our Friday show. So that that'll be fun. And yeah, and when WandaVision comes out, we will be reviewing that too. Oh yeah, so we, we, we yeah, m- most definitely. Moving on, and more Marvel news. Chris Pratt's Guardians of the Galaxy character Star Lord will be in Taika Waititi's upcoming Marvel sequel, Thor: Love and Thunder. This is not a shocker, given how Thor is aboard Star Lord's spaceship at the end of Avengers Endgame. The movie is currently in pre-production at Fox Studios in Australia for a 2021 start date. Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and Tessa Thompson return to the franchise in addition to Christian Bale. Disney has a February 11th, 2022 theatrical release. The studio had no comment about Pratt's addition to Thor 4, and Jennifer Caton Robinson co-wrote the screenplay with Watiti. Pratt recently appeared in the NBC pandemic episode of Parks and Rec this past spring. He was a star voice in Pixar's Onward, the last big movie that was released before the pandemic. And he just finished filming Jurassic World Dominion and has Skydance slash Paramount's The Tomorrow War scheduled for a July 23rd, 2021 release. And that's from Deadline. Um, we, 
I'm talking about this because it's news, but the least popular Chris. Girl, get yeah, girl. <laughs> I, I saw like I saw this news this week and I was like, girl, I guess. After I just... the shitstorm I saw uh like a couple weeks ago when um, it was revealed that the church Chris Pratt goes to is like Hillsong that has been actively anti-queer, anti-trans. Conversion therapy. Yeah, conversion therapy, girl. Like, like it sucks because like, it, you know, the whole like separate art from artists, but like, Ooh, his, baby, no, niggas don't like his character on, on screen either. Exactly. I was like, this, <laughs> this, this lines up so well. This lines up so well that that nigga with the nigga who was the most selfish nigga, the most selfish in that movie, decide is this nigga in real life? I'm like, okay, yeah. Oh it makes sense. my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People still want to beat him up for that shit in that movie, and honestly. It makes sense. Like I understand something had to go wrong for it to be a two-parter, but why couldn't it have just been Thanos was just smarter than them, and he did some he did some wild shit. Yeah, like I mean, granted, at the very end, he yeah he was smarter because like when Thor chopped him, he was like, "Nigga, you should have just gone for the head," and he still snapped. <laughs> but still, like I feel like there, there should have been more. Like it should not have hinged on fucking Star Lord. Um, be, being a fu- being a fucking asshole, like it's like, like, like your girlfriend said, bruh, bruh. If this man kills me, do what the fuck you need to do for the goddamn universe. Forget about me. Whew. Literally, in this moment, all you had to do was stand the fuck still, and That's shit would have been over with. But no, and then in real life, in in real life. Like all of um, like all of like the white MCU members, and and there were so many white cis men coming to this man's defense. Cis yep. cis hat men coming to this man's defense. Like, yep. oh, Chris Pratt is this 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 and yada yada yada. I'm like, <laughs> y'all still y'all still don't understand. Y- y'all still don't understand how racism works in many ways. You don't have to actively do some like fucked up anti queer shit, anti trans shit to be anti queer, anti trans. It is your silence. It is as simple as going as supporting, putting your dollars towards an organization that that doles out violence on this community. Yeah, and y'all y'all are acting like y'all are acting like this is fucking new. Y'all are acting like this is like like a a fucking alien language to y'all. Of all the churches this man could go to. Like, come on, son. That was a conscious choice. You can't tell me that. Like, he consciously chose that. And I I I know never get off his neck for that. And like I I know how this I know how this church like is moving because like in in college, um, in an attempt to you know impress my family, like I I I went I went to a like a a church ministry on, on campus. Um, not, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call them out here, but like a lot of the songs they would sing during like their like sermons or whatever, um, came from Hillsong and the, and the pat the pastor would be like, he was, he was very, very anti-abortion and like very, very, he was like, yeah. And a woman should never, never, never 
never, ever, ever get an abortion ever. I'm like, girl, what are we doing here? What what are we doing? I'm like, and when I was deep in it, I couldn't I couldn't see how fucked up it was. But oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah, looking looking back, um, yeah, the, the like the the ultimate thing that like kind of like split me from them from like like period like a hard cut was the summer of 2015. I saw who was talking about the protests what they were saying and who wasn't even talking about the protests at all. Mm. So yeah. And like uh, the gag is like this, this um, like this very past past like reached out to me, like after I was like started posting a whole lot about um, you know, about police brutality and this that they're like, oh I, I learned I learned a whole lot from you. And I'm just like I was I was cordial about it. And I'm like, thanks or whatever. But like and like he I I, I saw him like post like one article. Uh, on the fucking like church page and like why we should care about this. I'm like, yo, girl, this is not <laughs> bare minimum. Y'all, y'all want some pictures? So like, so I know this church be tripping. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, y'all y'all need y'all need to do better. They're they're, they're yeah. you know I'm I'm not like I, I I do believe in God, but I don't I don't go to church. Um, yeah, deal with it. <laughs> but there's a lot of very very good Christians that do really good work. So like, there are a lot more you know, progressive churches that this man could go to. Like this man is going to like one yeah. of one of the most like conservative um yeah. churches. It's it's not it, it's not two not and two bre- still equals four, baby. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'll tell y'all. It's not like you breaking up one and one equals not, two. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's not like people are, are are forcing you to like like divorce your wife or break up your, your girlfriend and like abandon yeah. your kids. Like you, like motherfuckers church hop all the damn time. It's not hard. Yeah. So yeah, you can find yeah. something anyway. Get, yeah, um, get with it. But I know but, we got a little bit off topic, but you know, hey, no, Chris but Pratt, fuck, no, but no, whatever, no. girl. I've gone through a whole arc of Chris Pratt. <laughs> I used to want Chris Pratt inside me. The, 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 oh the, my god! Listen, I'm the sorry, Chris Pratt from from Parks oh. and Rec. <laughs> no, not not this washboard flat like <laughs> fake dummy thick Chris Pratt like the, like the dopey. The like soup like like Super Saiyan himbo Chris no. Parks and Rec. <laughs> he was fine. I just, like, my, my, yeah, these niggas I, always disappoint you. So you yeah, know, yeah, they like they they switch up. They like, they, they, they switch up, and it's like, mm, girl, I was about to anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you, switched, no, go ahead, switched, go right like, in, drag drag no. me if you want. But I, I've seen the I've seen the light now. I've seen it. I've, I've seen I've seen the you. I've seen the white now, and it's. <laughs> But on some more positive Marvel news, the soundtrack to Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales is out, girl. It's a very important aspect uh, of the game. And the same way that the soundtrack to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was integral to the film. And now Marvel is teasing that the full music video for I'm Ready by Jaden for from the game soundtrack will will be premiering, uh, I guess, well, when we drop this episode, it'll, it'll drop. It'll it'll be out. So yeah, go go listen to go listen to I'm Ready. The song is out now from uh, Jaden Smith. Um, there, there there's also music dropping from Lecrae that that's going to be on, on this um, on the soundtrack album. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about all all of this. Um, me and Dre played. Um, well, I I play I play for Dre the song from. Uh, Miles Morales, the, the Jaden Smith song. Um, I'm glad he's doing the soundtrack 
but this song, it's it's very the weekend cocaine the hills. It's a bit too poppy for it's a bit too yeah. pop pop pop. It's a bit too pop rocky for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's to the hills. It should have been yeah. more New York ish. It, it was a, and, yeah. a little bit more online, which like, Jaden is is you know capable of, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, um, like like we said. So yeah, yeah, like we, because like, like I feel like he got this, he got this gig, you know, one because he's he's a young black kid. He ma- he makes he makes um music and um he made this he he had he dropped this dope ass song on his um sire album Batman and he dropped the music video like he it's like that song fucking hits like that's like that's like <laughs> like you know that's like a new age hip hop uh track he in the video he's dressed as like an all white Batman and he's just like walking through walking through the city but. Yeah, I, I was expecting more like more eighty weights, more like mm-hmm. snare kicks, more like more. Um, what did you say, urban? <laughs> 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 For an urban market, but I feel like they made this song to appeal to a wide audience. And Dre said off mic, like, um, like who do you think? <laughs> Is out here like buy, actually buying like out here buying all this rap music, listening to all this Mac, black music, rap music. It's, like it's the white, it's the white kids. It's them. It's the white. And whenever they say appeal to a wide audience, they mean white people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, put out a really yeah. dope rap song, especially from Jaden Smith. Uh-huh. The white kids will eat it up, baby. Eat yeah. it yeah. up. To its credit. Um, in the pre in one of the the gameplay previews like th- there is like um there's a hip-hop track in there that hits a little mm-hmm. bit harder and yeah. i w- i was really hoping that they would lead with that but you know i think they, they wanted to grab like e- even like not just the whites that listen to, to rap music but also the i don't really like, yeah i'm not really big on the the, the hip Hop, hippity right? hop, but yeah, all that, all that stuff. Um, but uh, but have, have, have you heard G Easy? Ooh, G Easy, yeah, that, 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 that. <laughs> uh, you listen, just listen to G Easy. Have you, have you listened, have you listened to, um, um, yeah, I can't name any, I, I can't name any white rappers off the top of my head, like, uh, that's sp- well, sp- or. Yeah, Have Mac, you heard or, that Macklemore? Well, specifically white rappers that I don't like. I, oh, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't even do Action Bronson like that because, like, I yeah, I, he, I'm sorry. He, he he does it for me. He, I'm sorry. He he stays in his lane. He only, he raps about food. I mean, like, he stepped out of his lane one time. Like, he was like, because like he's been uh, he's he's from Flushing. He's from, uh, he's from Flushing, and so like he's he's been compared to like Ghostface specifically because like he he sat. Like his just his voice, the way he talks is, and also the way he like raps, he kind of sounds like Ghostface. And he said like um, in an interview, he was like, "He's not rapping like this though." And then Ghostface made a whole video. Uh, I think <laughs> he he played some like old school like R and B, and he made a whole video. He was like, "Yo, I know niggas that just got out that'll go back in." For me, I was I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> But he learned his lesson and he, he went he went right back into his lane. It's like you, you're a white rapper. You you've been allowed to eat in this industry. Just just do do you and keep it pushing. Period. 
Post Malone. There's there's one. No, I mean there I, we go. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You be, no, stay there. Stay right there. Don't you go nowhere. Stay there. I like him in Wolves by Big Sean. I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. Oh. That's only that's that's it's one. It just one song. I'm sorry. I don't like him in anything else. I will not listen to him on on his own. He's singing in that. He's not even rapping. Big Sean's the one that's rapping. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. I'm 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 debating whether to get the the PS5. I might just get it because it's like I have been waiting so long to have a black Spider-Man. Not only have now now we got a black Spider-Man. Black Spider-Man's got his own movie. He's got his own video game, and I can't fucking play it because I'm poor as fuck. I mean, like just ugh. Lord help. Dear Lord, are you listening? <laughs> Help a young black nerd out, please. Because right. right. that gameplay looks the gameplay is amazing. Because his uh, skill set, his skill set yeah. is so like he can do way more things than like the regular regular Spider Man can do. Like he's yeah. the, the Venom Blast. They really lean into the Venom Blast and like to do like you know. Granted, it is another black male superhero with the power of electricity, but. <laughs> it looks really good and it he does. can go he can, he can go in, like venom blast he can go invisible like just just re- really cool stuff and not just web slinging and it's like and the same you know the same mechanics of web slinging that they've they've had in previous spider-man games like spider-man is one of my favorite video games to play specifically because of its unique um movement mechanics like mm-hmm. i won't even do missions like what one game like or like one day i think i was like what 12 or 13 like i like i I had um i had spider-man 2 like the movie the game and i i would just i would just swing around new york for like an hour because it it was just that That used to be so fun yeah so much fun and now and now and now we got a black an afro latino uh spider-man doing this shit Uh yeah i hell or high water i want i will play this game (laughs) and like um if if I if I do if I do break down and get a console like yeah I, I will I will definitely tell y'all um, how how yeah. it plays um, on this on this little show here so that wraps up our segment of nerdy nuggets uh, the top gambit uh, we are gonna take a quick break and when we come back um, we got a dope ass guest for y'all um, she is a teacher you know dealing with uh, the transition. Uh, to a virtual classroom um, in the time of Coronter. So we're going to talk to her uh, for a little bit. So keep it locked. We will be right back. And we're back with a very, very special guest. Um, she is a teacher. She is also a writer. She's also an editor. Uh, she's one of my writers in crime on uh, Off Color. Um, you all uh, check out offcolor.org. I am really blessed to have her on the show. I'm going to talk, talk about um, teacher teens in the age of the panty, the Rona, the panoramic. Uh, you all... Please give it up for April. 
What's good? Hello. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your generosity of description. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> no, no, no. Got to get all, all the titles out there. Right. <laughs> right, so we're going to jump right into this. So what made you want to be a teacher? Um, well, that's a long story. So um, teaching is actually my second career before I was a teacher. I artificially inseminated horses. Get out. <laughs> that is. Oh, my that God. Was my first all right, let me just throw out all of my interview <laughs> questions. Let's focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> That was my first hustle. And I did that in Houston. Um, and then there was a massive hurricane and I'm from Detroit. So I said, wow, can't, no, I have to leave because this is not the type of water that I'm used to. Um, and so leaving Houston really put like a damper on the available horse flesh market, basically. Uh -huh. There aren't as many farms that specialize in, um, for lack of a better way to put this, horse semen. Um, so uh, then I said, well, what else can I do that would be interesting to me? And then I really kind of narrowed in on what I could do that might make a difference. At the time I had a son, I had my son and there was the shooting at um, the elementary school. I can't remember the name exactly, but it was like really traumatic for me. And then I was like, okay, so maybe there's something I can do. I can get involved in schools. And then I specifically started looking for schools that specialized in, well, Title I schools, which means that we're looking at public schools with large minority groups. Mm -hmm. um, and that is how I started teaching. It's a convoluted story, but yeah. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. We're from horse semen to, to I love it. Wow. <laughs> that, is a, that is such a cool origin story. <laughs> It's always my fun, like, get to know you activity because nobody ever expects it. Yeah, you, you hardly hear that. <laughs> um, so what has it been like transitioning your classroom to virtual, to a virtual form uh, during the quarantine? Um, a lot. So I'm in Charlotte. And for us, we were kind of one of the late adopters of moving to a virtual plan. We started on March 13th of 2020, which was a Friday the 13th. Um, oh, wow. They didn't tell us that we wouldn't be coming back um, for this long. We left with the assumption that, okay, yeah, we'll see our kids again. But nobody knew how bad it was going to be until it was this bad. Right. Um, and so a part of the Part of last semester was just giving kids grace and understanding that this is new for everybody so we essentially held the kids harmless for like their grades and whatnot essentially if you showed up you passed that year which mm -hmm. was ideal and excellent but now that we're in a new school year it's been a lot different i yeah. assume that the school district is under the idea that okay well they had all of last semester to get used to this so we should be used to it now and it doesn't really take into account issues that might face um, students in minority minority groups like um, maybe I don't have equitable access to internet. Maybe my Wi-Fi hotspot that I got from the school doesn't function all the time. Maybe I'm sharing my Chromebook with my younger sibling. Maybe I have to help my younger sibling because my mom has to go to work, things like that. So it's really just hard sometimes to be a teacher who has to abide by the rules in public essentially and then also advocate for my students and recognize that what I need you to do is not as important as what you need to do to get through this moment in time so how do I help you with that so yeah it's an ongoing everyday 
pick a struggle, but I got like 15 to pick. So oh no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel uh, you. Yeah, awesome. So uh as a black woman, what are your thoughts on the presidential election? And how do you think it may affect the state of the US education system moving forward? Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so um on the one hand, it's great to know that we no longer have to have the uh, Cheeto in chief anymore. <laughs> um, on the other hand, Biden is just a, a gentler cousin to the same philosophies that mm. have gotten us to this place in the first place. Um, I did do my duty. I voted for the Biden-Harris ticket because what else was I going to do? Mm. And there is um, there is some like uh, pride, I guess, in the fact that that ticket included a Black woman um, who went to an HBCU, who is a member of the finest sorority. <laughs> <laughs> AKAs. Uh, <laughs> so there is a lot of pride there. But then I think about the policies that both of them have worked for over the course of their career. And that really puts a damper on things. Um, as it relates to education, though, I actually am a bit more uh, hopeful about that um because not only is betsy devos finally about to kick it um but okay <laughs> yeah jill is an educator herself and jill biden right, right. Is, an is an educator herself and so i expect that there will be a focus on rolling back betsy era policies and then also doing some progressive work in that area um, and I know that Jill intends to continue working at the community college where she works, but I'm hoping that maybe like her first lady project will involve um, increased access to education and educational resources for more marginalized communities. Awesome. Yeah, that would Excellent. be a perfect lane for her. Like, yeah. 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 Like, I could, like Melania was like, yeah, she, she wanted to tackle cyberbullying. Yeah. I'm like, girl. <laughs> of all things. Like it was the <laughs> one thing where she couldn't really do anything. So Look on the other side of the bed. Like that that's that's the, the <laughs> ultimate cyber bully right there. What's going guess, on? Listen, she tackled it by allowing her husband to continue to cyber yep. bully. Yeah, cyberbullying <laughs> one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, good good job, girl. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> um, along with being a teacher, you're also an editor for the online publication of color which publishes pieces about media through a uh, person of color lens. What are some of your favorite pieces you've written about? <laughs> um, <laughs> I really try to focus on um, a social justice impact type thing when I write, because that's mm -hmm. what's really important to me. Um, and so this February, most recently, we did um, a black history every day type thing. And I really love doing that mm -hmm. because that yeah, we really, a lot of times in black history we focus on the people that everybody knows. Like we all know Rosa Parks, we know MLK, we know, you know, Malcolm X, we know those people, we know what they did. So I really liked having the ability to shine a light on lesser known figures in black history and hopefully enlighten some people and get people to dig deeper and look outside of just American black history um, mm -hmm. as well, because you know, American-centric stuff is terrible often. Um, <laughs> and I also wrote a piece for um, Oluwatoyin um, mm. after she was murdered. And I really liked that one as well, largely because, you know, um, both sexual violence and regular violence are a large part of the history of Black women. Um, and for it to be perpetrated 
by another by a black man and in such a a terrible manner for somebody who had been so vocal for black men um was just really really rough and I wanted to feel like I wanted her to know that she was important that she is important that people will still say her name never forget it so yeah oh no <laughs> those are my two though awesome awesome yeah um, and they, they can all, all be found on uh, Off Color. So uh, yeah, go to offcolor.org. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can read all that stuff. Um, I have some, I, I have a couple little, little, little pieces on there too. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> all right. So um, as you know, we are a brunch podcast. So we got to ask, what are some of your favorite brunch dishes or favorite brunch spots to eat at? So I always love a mimosa. <laughs> let's just get that let's just get, get that on plate um I always love a mimosa I love um recently I had um I cannot say this word properly so I'm gonna just call it a charcuterie board um <laughs> <laughs> I can't say this word properly but recently I had one of those and it was waffles and there was like some turkey bacon and there were fruits and it was amazing so that was really good I'm really into that trend right now um if you I haven't had a ton of time to discover great spots in Charlotte although I've been here for like a year and a half so that's my fault but if you happen to be in Houston there is a great spot called the Breakfast Club which is run by a Kappa um and they have excellent chicken and waffles um they are only open for brunch and their line is always wrapped around the corner but it's so good it's worth Mm -hmm. it um yeah so anything with waffles and a mimosa is pretty much my go-to for brunch and no charlemagne (laughs) yeah (laughs) none of him i love a waffle child i Mm -hmm. love me a waffle I need um, to get a waffle iron. <laughs> yes, you should. You do. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I I wanted to ask another question because yeah I just yeah I just want to uh, cherish the time that we have together. So um what are um, what are some of your favorite uh, TV shows that you're you're watching right now? My current favorite obsession is actually an anime that my brother recommended to me. It's uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Hmm. So that's what I've been watching right now. I put it off because I was watching other things. Um, But yeah, Kaguya-sama, Love is War is where I'm at. But this isn't available to the public until December. The Bridgerton series... Mm-hmm. is amazing i can't wait for it to come out um i've had the opportunity to you know watch some screeners it's super great it's not your typical period piece they um they sex in that that show quite often <laughs> uh, the duke is beautiful there's great chemistry between um the the duke who is the lead male and then his daphne who is the lead uh female what else oh star trek discovery um i'm very into michael burnham is everything to me although they gave her a braided wig which is not where it's at it's so horrible it's bad <laughs> it's bad wow. um and they finally have bought on another like lead black character named book booker and i expect them to have like a romance connection so that's exciting but yeah that's where I'm, those are my three picks for right now at this moment Awesome, awesome. Well, we've we've um, had a really good time uh, talking to you, but we've got uh, just one more question for you. I'm gonna let Dre take it away. I'm yep. ready. So, uh, what are some words of wisdom you have for a young black teacher that's trying to connect with their students? 
relationships are everything. Relationships are the the backbone of any classroom that you're in. It is my foundation. Um, so my first thing, especially if you are a Black teacher, is to remember that the system that you work in is not built for your children. Um, throw almost everything out of the bag and start over. Um, what was important to you when you were in class? What did you want to see when you were in class? How did you want to feel seen when you were in class? And start from there because that is what works. And once you build the relationships with your students, once you say, hey, I, I see you, I know you, I understand you, I'm willing to understand what I don't understand, then those kids will love you and they will do whatever you want. They will work for you all day, every day. And more important, just remember that you're not here to mentor minds that fit into the current like schema, basically. You are here to create minds that are going to disrupt the, the current situation. So work on that and the results will be amazing. Excellent. I love that. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so April, uh, where can the people find you? on the internet um, says. I am on Twitter <laughs> at where I normally pick fights with people about you know marginalized <laughs> people I'm currently in a fight about that whole uh, Harry Styles thing where he, Wait, was it was it about the the, the quote-unquote gender fluid thing yes oh lord <laughs> yeah so this is my current fight um but I'm on Twitter as um April Lee so it's A-P-R-I-L underscore L-E underscore I know it's very uh complicated and that is pretty much where you can find me you can also if you don't want to follow my personal situation go over to off color and enjoy a lot of the wonderful wonderful super great pieces from lots of wonderful minds about marginalizations and entertainment and just so much great stuff that's where i am yeah awesome yeah we, we, yeah plug it oh yeah keep plugging keep plug <laughs> yeah so we we all we got you 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 might see the two of us on a podcast next year so oh. yeah. so this might be a little little, little preview. I all forgot right. about so, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So did, yeah. Nope. Let me let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> uh, cash will skewer me through the screen. All right. So <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break to pay some bills. Not really. We're poor, and we will be right back. And we are back, and it is time now for the sample platter where we give you all some dope-ass tunes to nibble on. Today, uh, in honor of our guest, April, thank you again so much for coming through. We are going to do a school days playlist. Uh, we're going to play some songs that remind us of when we were in the back of the classroom, um, passed out, yeah, most likely, Passa, or 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 being being very very attentive, or and uh, um, doing do taking notes and you know doing labs or all that such, bullshit. Such, yeah, uh, of which and like yeah, they, these are yeah they, 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 these are de de definitely songs that I I would play um, traveling from classroom to classroom. Like as as soon as I left one classroom, the headphones would go in, and I, I'd, I'd play some shit that would get me all the way to the, to the other class classroom. And I, um, yeah, I, I went to like a private school that was a little bit smaller. So it, it, it didn't take as long for me to get to my classes, but I just needed, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm not, I just don't need to speak to anybody right now. I just need to just, 
Understandable. Yeah, Understandable. let me just go go in. Let me just yeah. So I'm gonna get started. Um, this one's a, a classic. Um, um, go. Um, this artist goes by the name of L- Little Mama. Little Mama. Um, if uh, she's a she's a dope ass MC. She's a dope ass dancer. Um, she really deserved better, y'all. But she she did she did. But um, when she was hot, she was hot. And it's like one of the first songs that like really like like pushed pushed her to the uh, t- the top of the hip hop charts um, was a dope uh, a, a little song that uh, t- talks about um, you know an essential uh, you know feminine uh, um, beauty product. Make sure they, they <laughs> get their get their lips. All right, or 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 a male product too. Some you know some of them are you know the the, right. the, very, the, the strong few that you know were were brave enough to rock this in class. Mm-hmm. They could get get the get their lips right, all shiny and popping, so to speak. So this Absolutely. one is Lil Mama lip gloss. Cause if I don't, I don't it's poppin', I don't know. It's poppin', let's go. What you know about me? What you what you know about me? What you know about me? What you what you know? It's my lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss be popping. I'm standing at my locker and all the boys keep stopping. What you know about me? What you what you know about me? What you know about me? What you what you know? It's my lip gloss is popping. My lip gloss is cool. All the boys keep jocking. They chase me at the school. L'Oreal, yep, cause I'm worth it. What you know about me? What you what you know about me? Okay, that that shit was like, like I granted I was questioning my sexuality, but like I just was not interested in wearing lip gloss at all. But I I absolutely love that song. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's just the the boom boom. Yeah, it's it's very like lunch table. Yeah, like exactly. lunch, ta- lunch table beat. Um, yeah, like after, like we we need a new a new one of those after grinding because like yeah, grinding yeah. was like what? Oh well, let me find another song because yeah. Four, four years ago. Uh, uh, did I take one of yours? You sure did. <laughs> See, I asked you if you wanted to go first. I asked you if you wanted to go first. <laughs> and you said no. You, 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 you said no. You said no. You said no. It's okay. I come prepared, damn it. So here we go. <laughs> Dre, what you what you got for us? Um, <clears throat> so so the, the, the order that I'm gonna go. Is um elementary, middle, then high school. So uh-huh. the first song that reminds me of elementary school. It, well, yeah, I'm gonna go in order. Um, is by a a trio of little ladies, um, a, a trio of little women. Uh, y'all might know them as Three LW, and um. Pretty Getting their first single. Let me play it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> about to take two for me. Shit. Uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> so, so I was how old was I when this shit came out? I was um, old enough. Yeah, definitely. I was um I was I was in my uh, wait. Yeah, it came out in 2000, so I was 10, 10 years old. And um <laughs> 
<laughs> I used to listen to this during like one of my blocks. Like I think it was like technology class or some, some bullshit. Mm. And I used to play that video on the computer. I forgot what website, but I used to play it on there. And I used to love seeing it and hearing that song. Anyway, so it's called No More Baby I'ma Do Right by Three Little Women. Sorry, three of them. Promised me a case spade, but that was last year, boy, in the eighth grade. Like, excuse me. Okay. Okay. How last year in the eighth grade, and he promised you a what, baby? A what? I don't. I mean, how much money was he making mowing lawns? Like that's (laughs) sweeping barbershop hair. Like, how how much does that pay? That's the question. Yeah. That's the question because I'm like, no. And he was right and right, girl. I don't they like don't looking hire, back on these songs. You, yeah, they won't hire you at the mall unless you're 17. So right. What's going on? <laughs> where where was where was like, working? Like looking back at the songs, I'm like, y'all were being very unreasonable, but okay, that's good. That's cool. I'm fine with it. I, it was still a bop, so that's all I care about. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. <laughs> that was a really great good group. The fact that the rumor of the groups like splitting up because they got into a fight that involves a plate of fried chicken actually being true. (laughs) Like, I I love the the fact that they denied it and then you're- For the longest, right? You're like, yeah, girl, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Someone got hit with a chicken plate and was like, I'm the fuck out. I am done with y'all. I'm done with y'all. Like, like y'all, yeah, we we are three little women, not three little girls. And y'all are clearly playing games, so I am out. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Three LW should have been more, but wow, that was, you know, they make good music when they when they were out. So mm-hmm. okay. I mean, I mean, you know, and then and then two LW got absorbed into the Cheetah Girls. And they did good work too. They, they did, did good, good work. work. They, they did good work. Yeah, part of the reason why I like the Cheetah Girls is because two two of them were from Free LW. <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, love love Three LW. Love love that song. But moving right along, um, an, an, another female artist that deserves so much more praise than what she's get, um, what she's been given in. Uh, Miss Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. This is one of my yes. favorite, one of my favorite songs from her. Favorite songs, favorite music videos. It really, and uh, like I, I wanted to go to the soup school that they were like dancing in and like you know like oh like, yeah doing all this wild ass shit in um, you know gossip folks. 
Hallways next to the lockers, they dancing in the classroom, they dancing in the lunchroom, they dancing all the way to the bus, they dancing mm-hmm. in the principal's office. They ugh, just it, so much. They had a, they had a whole breakdown in the middle where like uh, Miss J came through and like was like rapping in front of the chalkboard. Like it was like it was so dope. It, it was so cool. Yeah. Like I I I would love um yeah I you know you know what would be dope a um kind of like a Glee type version. Uh, excuse me, a Glee type show, but it's like a bunch of like black and brown kids and like maybe like three white kids at this like super musical school, but like they 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 do a whole bunch of like hip hop shit. And yeah, just like like gossip, like gossip folks, but it's like a TV show. I it would be cool. It'll be cool. It 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 would be dope. Like and there's so many cameos in it. Like Tweet was in it, Eve was in it, Trina was yeah. in it. Um like they, um, they had, um, um, they had a, yeah, wasn't it? There was a member of uh, Run DMC in, in in the in the video too. I think so. Uh, I think so. Um, he was he was driving he was driving the bus, right? The um, so, I have to look that again. Um, Daryl Daryl McDaniel's D, the DMC of Run DMC. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was yeah he was in it. Yeah, that that shit was like there there was so many like. The video was so black. I, I fucking I love the mm-hmm. song and all this stuff, and it's just like, yeah. This and basically the song is, you know, just her talking to her, like her haters, like that are always gossip, gossiping about her, like. And in the in the radio, that version, bitch got hit by three zebras and a monkey. I yeah. can't say that bitch no way. <laughs> the, yeah, but the um the radio version is where she really talks her shit. Like uh-huh. she was like, they were like, like oh. It was like after they're talking to shit in the, in, in the beginning, like oh, like like oh, Missy, like oh, she lost a lot of weight. I, I heard I heard she eat one cracker a day, you know something. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's like, she, like she's like I thought you know, she started fucking with Trina, yada yada yada. And, just, and then at the end, at, like after the whole song, that like the same people come back like, damn, Missy killed that shit for real. You know we go, you know what? We should go get her album. I'm like oh, here she goes, here she go. Hi, Missy. Hi, it's like hi, Missy. What's up, fools? Like, and she like just like raised them up and down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd she say? What she like? She was like, "You saggy breast cow stomachs." She was like, something like that. I was like, "Oh my god!" god. Like you just mad that they, they ran out of like you you mad payless ran out of pumps for the after party. I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Talking her shit. Talking oh. her shit. Oh my god! That thing they were like, "Damn!" <laughs> I love, I love As they should. Shit. I, I, I love like like Missy. Like she she's been very very humble, but yeah. like I want I want the cocky Missy to come back because mm. like because fuck because fuck all this humble shit. Like you like like you <laughs> like you fucking shaped like the past like twenty five years of of hip hop. If yeah. we're being honest, like yeah. fuck all this humble shit. Like I need I need like. Like, please brag more on like if 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 you decide on if you track, decide yeah. to produce more if you decide to produce more music like I, I like right. I, just, I just need all that like because you you the fucking godmother of all this shit so Dre what you got 
period. Um, <clears throat> my second song, I'm at that point I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and um, so I was gonna pick. So there was two choices I had. So the first choice was gonna be uh, "Right There" by Chingy, and I was gonna I say like that because. That <laughs> Listen, because that was such nigga. When, when I tell you, you couldn't you couldn't go through the hallways without somebody doing the chicken head. Like uh, I mean it. Like, uh, ugh, I love that era so much. But what I am gonna choose though is another song um, by a by an artist. Uh, it was like he's pretty much a one hit wonder. But that that song also was just like a massive hit. Uh, it rose to number two, like on the Billboard charts. Uh-huh. Like yo. By the way, like so much black music, so much music by black folks, like hit number one and number two, like the top ten uh-huh. in like two thousands. Yo, it was just like we were, and we were, we were just the shit. Um, we still are, but like we, you know. Anyway, but the song that I'm gonna play is by an artist um, who, by the way, was 18 at the time of the release. So it's like niggas be lying, but still. Um, it's Uh-oh. called it's called Tipsy by Jaquan. Oh, um, Everybody in the club getting tipsy, and Jaquan is 18 at the time saying this shit. Because like after you said that clips grinding shit, I was like, let me let me think of another beat that niggas was playing on um lunchroom tables. And also the that that also was one. Yeah, like, yeah. my my yep. dad loved that song. Bruh, it, it was a hit. He was singing in a very dad way. He was like, everybody, everybody in the club getting tipsy. You know, just oh, very God, like no. <laughs> you know, secondhand, secondhand, firsthand and secondhand embarrassment. Like it was, oh, God. God. I was like, oh Lord, here we go. Here the fuck we go. <laughs> yeah. And so like, but, yeah. but he was doing so much. He was doing yeah. so much in that music video. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, then, yeah. you know, there's like, um, you know he's 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 rapping about like very much everybody getting drunk like there's there's a shot of somebody like throwing up in the sink like mm-hmm. they're, they're, and they were at a house party too yeah. so there's a shot there's <laughs> a shot of, yeah there's a shot of somebody clogging the toilet cuz like niggas were obsessed with toilet humor in music videos in the early 2000s and who wait who was it Jazzy Faye that was in that I forgot who was in that video it was somebody in that video in the beginning anyway um is like this really yeah. big dude, like who played his dad, but very, very, very much like a house party. Like you know, we're we're going on a trip. Take yeah, care it pays. Of the house. It's, yeah, it's paid and, homage to the movie House Party. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And the minute and the um, minute they leave, the minute they leave, not whole ass, whole ass fucking party. Lavelle Crawford, what the hell's wrong with me? Lavelle yeah, Crawford okay. played yeah, his yeah, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fucking legendary Lavelle. I love Lavelle so much. Um, Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Lavelle Crawford play his daddy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Lavelle is hilarious, bro. I love yeah, him. Yeah, he's he's funny. Wasn't he wasn't he in Breaking Bad too? Yes, he was. He was yeah, he, he, he was. was he was in Breaking Bad. He was like laying on top of the money. 
Yep. Yeah, Leo was talking about, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yo, like, yeah, J- Jake Juan kind of like fell out of, you know, the spirit. Like he had he had one more like um he had like a hood hit, like hood hop. Like yeah, hood hop. Hood hop was know, a hit was among a like moderate. black people. It, 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 exactly. it was a hit among like black people. But, that, exactly. Um but yeah, that, a, and that was what I thought it. And then his his last like song that I heard him on that made um that made any waves it, it was um he was on the sound he was on the soundtrack to the triple x2 the one with ice cube mm-hmm. it was it i forget what the girl was on it but it was um it was jayquan and pd pablo you know for, for like the, the the soundtrack for triple x it was it was the song was called get xed <laughs> oh god <laughs> of course it literally jayquan pd pablo ice cube it was very early 2000s <laughs> very much very much <laughs> <laughs> but we we love we love Jaquan. Mm-hmm. We we love Jaquan. My last song uh, comes from one of the pioneers of hip hop dances, um, Mr. DeAndre Way. I hate you, Mr. De- DeAndre, DeAndre Way, um, the uh, uh, the creator of Crank That Soldier Boy. But that was that was definitely a song that was all up in my all up in my damn. That that was that was um that was my second year of ninth grade for me. It was like su- like summer after, and then like the the um fall like my, my second year of ninth grade. I got um I was held back specifically not not because I failed, but because um um my mom wanted me to do a full four years at like this new like private school, which I still have. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, which I'm still dealing with mentally now, but that's not the point of this. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like Soldier Boy was a huge hit, like and like back back in the day it was like 2000 what 2000, 2007 and like 2009 was like Soldier Boy's like hey heyday, yeah. and yeah. Th- this song was it it, it samples uh, Rich Boys uh, throw some D's. And it, it's it's called a report card. That shit, that that song gets me weak <laughs> every single time. You you know that song, don't you? Of course. <laughs> like that. Soldier boy up in the building. Throw some D's on that don't I take don't out my report card. Throw some D's on that don't I take out my report card. Throw some D's on that don't Hey, soldier boy chilling dog. Take out my report card. Look at it all else. Took it to the teacher desk. Throw some D's on that don't on that bitch. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> imagine teacher be like, you literally never come to class. You do none of the work. <laughs> Sit you, down there. You nigga. do none of the work. <laughs> and you want me to pass you. Matter of fact, what's your name? I'm sorry. What? what? Like, I don't even you? know. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what your name is because you're never in right. class. I'm conf- I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this sound. I got a 47 in math, a 67 in English, a 14 in science, man. What the fuck? Those are these on it. 
I love the fact they um and they That's did it in like shit. the like the the rap cadence style of uh of those some D's. You know, mm-hmm. it's like like and that best when you see me in class, you know my head on the desk. But when you see me on them girls, you know how I'm super fresh. Yo, know, teachers, students, class, stupid. Wait a minute, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god, that nigga, yo. <laughs> oh my god, I loved it. So throw some D's came out in 07 yes. and report card right. came came out the same year. They Got came it. came out the same year. I'm I'm remembering now because like on when um when they in when they when Rich Boy was on 106 in Park, like they asked him about the song. And like uh-huh. they, they asked him about Soldier Boy like sampling the song. It's like, oh, do you see it's like disrespect? He was like, No, no, they just they they just kids. They just, they just so whoever whoever said what they said on Wikipedia, go to hell because what is wrong with you? Yeah, anyway. um, yeah, like they, yeah, they. No <laughs> niggas tripping. Um, because yeah, I was like, yeah, wait, yeah, I, I distinctly yeah. remember being in high school when this was released. Anyway, okay, yeah, that that yeah, this the song was like sampled very very shortly after it was released. So yeah, yeah, it, it, I think that's what made it funny. It's because like it was his yeah. own so, it was his own thing, but it was like a direct sample from like a song that had come out right, right, right. Shortly, yeah, like yeah, cool. previously after, but yeah. All right, so <laughs> the last one, um, my last uh, song, uh, is by a group who came and flew. They they came in real strong, and they left. Um, so they released a very very was it IMX? No, nigga, no. Um, they released a song. That was a hit. Um, it was it went number one on the Billboard charts. Number one. Um, it was it was a very simple song, and it was like <laughs> looking back on it, yo, we we was really out here just partying, having fun, and I missed that. Um, it was during the snap era. I was a sophomore. It was during the snap era. Uh-oh. Um, um, and wow, I like the step teams did did dances to, did steps to it. The cheerleaders were doing steps to it. Niggas was partying outside in the bus tunnel. It was just so much fun. Anyway, so the song that I'm playing is called Laffy Taffy by D4L. Ooh. Yes. Hey. Hey. That was my sophomore year, I think. I was a sophomore, yeah. And um, Fable was just out here clowning. And the we foot? had so much. When he, he kicked the foot up and like brush it off, bruh. Sit it back down. <laughs> that was so. Fu- I was like, yo, can you this, imagine this doing that? Can you imagine doing that this year? 
Oh God, Bruh. you would get stoned to death. No, gross. Are you there were so many good, funny things about our our growing up, and I just, Niggas. I really, I love it. I love how blackity black black the the Billboard charts were in like the early in the whole two thousands. Really, yeah. we ran that shit. Yeah, I really love. Um, I yeah. love. Yeah, just love the diversity of black music. It was. Yeah, I loved. It was. <laughs> And you look back and it was just, it's just really wild. Cause like, yeah, a lot of New Yorkers were hating on like the Southern like dance craze, like all, mm-hmm. all the different dances that were coming out. And it was like, yo, this shit corny as fuck. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. and I'm just, and like my whole thing is like original, like, like OG hip, like, you know, hip hop pairs are just like, you know, like people, rappers and all that stuff. They're, they're all about like, don't bite my style, find your own style, find your own do this, that, and the third. And then like someone does something different you're like, yo, that shit whack. I'm like, what? You told us not to do that. You told us not to do your so, shit. We're doing our shit. Are you mad at it? I'm so confused. I'm confused. Here's the thing about New York people. New York people are hip hop purists, like for real, for real. Because because you know, uh, New York, uh, you know, New York birth hip hop mm-hmm. niggas really have a hard time letting go of like the purest uh, views of hip hop. And honestly, girl, get get out of the way. Like whatever. That's that's whatever. <laughs> um, but also like. New York niggas really, really, unless there's like a gunshot in the background and niggas, you know, you know what I mean? Like for real, like if niggas, yeah. like they was mad that niggas was having fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like pretty much when New York niggas release rap, for the most part, it's like, nigga, we not having fun. We like getting shot at. Like, we, yeah. like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> like, y'all here like having fun with this shit? Like, get out of here. So, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you have fun? So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that niggas for the most part got over that and like we just you know we have a, a healthy mix of that shit now um so yeah yeah it was so much fun uh them days are so much fun them the, yeah, those like, uh like the, those the pep Har- rallies the harlem, shake, the harlem oh. shake was birthed out uh, like like yeah the like, nigga like you thought that started off as a dance we was dodging bullets nigga the fuck <laughs> exactly shit <laughs> It ain't fun here. But yo, them those pep rallies when they played that music, man, they, the whole auditorium went high. Like it was just good times. It was good times. It was fun. <laughs> Wait, um, did you were you were you in New York during the Snap era? No, no, I had okay. moved to Virginia by then. Uh, I moved okay. to Virginia okay. when I was thirteen. Okay, so, yeah. all right. So that's we, we a little, little little chill, a little, little more chill down, down here. I was oh, yeah. actually in. <laughs> The bulk of the snap, like the the height of the snap era, I was living in Liberia, and like yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, and you know, we a lot of my friends um, were um, like they were transplants, like from the states, like like their parents mm-hmm. just decided to up like up and move. So like you know, we were all very yeah. Americanized. So like we, um, so we were still watching stuff like like MTV and like all this stuff like online, and we were like, look, we're we're, you know, we're still plugged in. So yeah, we 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 were definitely doing the whole like the lean with it, rock with it, so all all that stuff. So. <laughs> Them franchise boys, yo, they the, they, fran- the white tees, yo, that Ooh. that remix was big. It was it, it was like I I love that shit. Like it was like for real. Um, it was a good time. Oh, I think yeah, they back, like back when like Bow had some respect oh, for himself. Yo, he he did good in that. Nigga said like he, I ain't got an act card. I'm under 21 with a black card. It's like <laughs> I was like yo. Where is that little Bawa? Where has he been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on like, niggas really don't like cyber. to give Bawa his respect, but like, yes, Bawa, yeah. before he started acting like a damn simp, yeah. was like, <laughs> bruh, like, like, Bawa was that nigga for real, and I really mm-hmm. enjoyed his music. But anyway, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. So that that is our uh, school days um, playlist. Um, you can hear all of these songs on Apple Music, Spotify, your dad's basement. Tidal. 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 Yes, Tidal. <laughs> Tidal. <laughs> it's not Tidal. It's Tidal. It's loud. Tidal. <laughs> Tidal. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, th- th- this is not like the-, the last time you'll hear any of these these playlists because, you know, we got to... Um, if if we if we listen all the songs like we would we would just we we'd be here for an extra extra hour but yeah so you'll oh, yeah. definitely see some of these these playlists like come back again and we'll have like you know um more songs with 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 these themes so yeah yes just uh buckle up for that in the future so <laughs> we are gonna take one last break and we will be right back. And we are back, and now it is time to scrape the plate. All right, the, the we got just uh, two things today. The first thing um, we're going to talk about, obviously, the um, God, the Million MAGA March in DC. You know what I hate about racists that is that not only are, are they hateful and shit, not only are they violent, not only are they super toxic, is that they're also very unoriginal. So yeah. very unoriginal. So thousands of Trump supporters, QAnon conspiracy theorists, and Proud Boys um, box danced, or excuse me, square square danced um along if you can call that dancing to the yeah you know, d- d- down at the white house to insist uh that the orange actually won the presidency um, according to vice galvanized by misinformation and fake news more than ten thousand trump supporters um including QAnon conspiracy theorists far-right proud boys militia members online trolls and religious zealots traveled from around the country to claim the election was stolen or rigged on behalf of Joe Biden. Even though he was declared the winner last weekend and currently holds a 5 million vote lead in the popular vote over Trump, who has yet to concede. Um, Elsewhere at the rally, an all-star lineup of um, unseasoned, um, loose-leaf, paper-skinned celebrities uh, took the sk- stage to give speeches. Uh, freshman Congresswoman Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, who supported QAnon, said things. Um, Trump made a brief appearance when he drove by the crowds with his his motorcade. Um, Go play golf. He yeah. wasn't fuck with them at all. <laughs> a lot of the supporters, his a lot of his unmasked supporters. Um, faced off with some anti-fascists and uh, racial justice protesters, often separated by a thin line of riot police. Not at all. One person, like there were a couple people stabbed according to the Metro Police Department. Um, it, It was just like, yeah. I am about twenty. I live about twenty minutes from DC. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was I was in the area, but like I, I was not I was not like downtown in, in the middle of all the mess. Absolutely the fuck not. 
I just don't don't need to be near like the fucking Akira blob that is like the MAGA Trump shit. Like cons- cons- just the, no, I steered very clear of that. I just I, I did see police cars drive by, um, but yeah, I, I saw a lot of. Uh, yeah, on, on television, I saw a lot, lot of um, angry, you know, grungy, dingy, dirty, crusty-looking, racist, being upset, yelling, screaming, rioting, protesting, um, you know, being violent. But one thing I did not see is um, police making any arrests. Uh, there was no tear. I didn't see any tear gas. I didn't see any unnecessary violence by the police. Um, I, I excuse me. I, I didn't see any like police action in which they like they arrested these people. My, I, I read on Twitter that like some 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 MAGA supporters were actually being escorted to safety by by the police. Um, so I, I can only imagine that this this, hap- this happened Saturday. Like, yeah, both of this happened Saturday. I can only imagine um, what they were having for brunch Sunday morning, the, the cops and, and, and the maggots. Uh, some un- unseasoned omelet with like some, some Cracker Barrel pancakes. Um, just really frustrating because I know we joke about the race war, but girl... <laughs> She's here. No, I'm not even gonna say that. No, let me not. Let me not even. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down, Lorenzo. It's not, it's. it's <laughs> I'm not gonna say race war because people look. People are gonna be like, but black people are very much under attack by half of the country at this at this moment in time, um, and it's just some shit we just got to deal with. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's in office, people like this will still exist. And it's just, um, just stay stay away from the mess if you can. Like, I, I, I know, cause I know I did. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have anything more to say than like what I have already said. It's just like, we, we just, we really just need to focus on like pushing for legislation that that drop that like defunds the police. I know it's it's fucking tough. It's a very much an up, uphill battle, especially since both sides, Democrat and Republican, are pro-police. So, but um we definitely saw like a glimmer of hope like um in our last episode, our our story about the um the mental health experts that are that are being tested out in cities in New York. That are responding to 9/11 calls instead of instead of cops. So progress is very very slow, but in the meantime, it's like um, steer clear of these mother- motherfuckers. But stand definitely stand up for, for what you believe in. But yeah, um, I, I I do do uh, my heart is with the Black Lives Matter protesters, like um, the anti-fascists, people who are who are there like like fighting against these fucking. Um, like racist ass trolls, like in real life trolls, but yeah, um, do it, do what you can, do what you can, but like, don't, um, don't subject yourself to to this violence because if, if like, 
if you can, if you can. I, I know Dre's, Dre's got a couple words. I mean, but. they were DC, DC, Mario, Mayor Muriel Bowser and the DC uh, Police Department knew about this happening days in advance. Knew about yeah. it. Well, nope. knew about it happening probably like a week in advance. I don't know how long, but it's been at least a few days. Um, the fact that they are able to gather up tear gas and batons and all these paddy wagons for the night that a Black Lives Matter protest happens, but the day that these niggas who said they were coming all week come and they start rounding, doing shit and there was nothing to be found, it's clear, y'all. I don't know how much clear it has to be that these niggas are not... These these niggas are white supremacists. These niggas are white supremacists. Uh, sympathizers. Uh, Mayor Miro Bowser is really on some bullshit. Um, uh, she 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 know she loves you know a, a damn a symbol. Black Lives Matter Plaza, but that didn't mean shit when you let these people tear down Black Lives Matter signs and try well, to face the damn street when you knew about this shit happening. Anyway, all I gotta say is that um, none of this. Is a surprise. Um, we knew it was gonna happen. We always make space for white folks because you know, not we, but y'all. They always make space for white folks because you know, that's their people. So you know, just like Lo said, stay away um, as much as you can. You know, try to avoid it. I just they'll be gone soon. I guess I don't know. This nigga did not win. I I'm just tired of it. Whatever, whatever. It's just so I, like constantly like. It, it, it's like a constant gaslight to yourselves, to, to to ourselves, to look at this and be like, oh, well, what about this? What about this? Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's hypocrisy. Yes, girl, it's hypocrisy. Tell yourself it's hypocrisy. Tell yourself that these people operate in hypocrisy so you won't feel like you are losing your mind. Because if you consistently see the differences, you're like, wait, this doesn't make sense. But they say they are doing it on purpose so you can feel like you are losing your damn mind for feeling the way you feel. They're doing this on purpose, so you know, fuck them. That's all I got. A lot, and most of them just there, just make noise and be fucking yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just, just like they, they really just there to be heard and like show off their guns and shit. It's like, yeah, racism makes no sense, y'all. It just will not. It, it will never make sense. Not a, not, not a, not a lick of sense. It's illogical. We're really at this point, y'all. Like, these motherfuckers yeah. and like. It's like these blind, these like bright red hats, and just it's fucking weird. They were getting into brawls in the middle of the street, bro. In the middle of like, the street. What, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Like, like Lo said, they were escorting goddamn uh, white supremacists away from violence that they started. With the, a wink, like, wink, nudge, nudge. The like, the, on, the, the president pretty much inciting violence on his Twitter page. Absolutely. Saying that like, oh, Absolutely. oh, the MAGA protesters. Excuse me, the, the MAGA people got attacked by protesters. No, like, no. Like what are you that's, talking that's, about, that's not bro? It. That's, yeah. It's like trying to spin this narrative. Like, no. Black Lives Matter protesters, like, get get their ass beat for literally showing up. And yep. all of a sudden, like, these MAGA, MAGA people are like, oh, protect protect the precious MAGAs. Protect the precious MAGAs. Don't, don't do I'm like, they're the main ones stockpiling machine guns in their fucking houses. Like, the fuck? 
I have to tell myself every day that this is not normal. I have to tell myself this every day so I don't lose my damn mind. Because if you consistently feed yourself this and you're like, wait, it doesn't make sense. Like, you'll just be like, I don't know what's going on. Like, my mind is playing tricks on me. You can't do that. You have to remind yourself all the time that these people are ridiculous and they're doing it on purpose to make you feel that way about yourself. Mm. All right. Um, well, stay safe out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to end on Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to end on this one. This is like it's just a little little sentiment. Um so a- as we talked about earlier, um the Miles Morales game um is uh it's out her. It's 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 in the the public sphere now. Um a whole new generation of blurs, like new, like generations of blurs, new and old, um, have the ability to play as a black superhero, like literally, like play as a black Spider-Man, like swinging through New York, saving the day, and all that stuff. You know, because it's it's that, and it's a really exciting time for black superheroes for black video games, like period. Um, but one thing I wanted to bring up is just like the, I know, and I know like people will make a meme at anything, but it's just like the, this, this sentiment about like people who, who can't afford, you know, their basic needs, like why, why are they, why are they worried about buying a fucking video game? Um, so I'm, I'm going to read an ex- excerpt from um, a writer, Son of Baldwin. I think he, he said it best. He said, please do not shame poor Black people for buying or wanting to buy the PlayStation 5. Poor Black people are allowed to have fun and splurge in a white supremacist, capitalist, patriarchal society that insists upon their drudgery, poverty, shame, and misery. Don't nobody want to hear about your tax dollars since most of them go to subsidizing the 1% or corp- and corporations and imperialism. You worried about saving money? Minding your business is free. That's really what I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. We have been through hells, like not just this year, but our entire lives. So it is okay for Black people to want something that even though it's expensive, it gives them a sense of joy. Like black people, like from any any you know and any any um, financial uh, demographic, like specifically you know like like lower class, middle class, like working class, they're allowed to want things that give them joy. Like you know whether it's a video game um, that has a black protagonist. Because like we we have yeah we have a, a lot of black gamers who are like you know, long time gamers like like that's that's just what they do they 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 game all you know like like year round and they have to deal with all the garbage all the vitriol that comes online all like just like the constant slew of like racial slurs that that come from like people who are who are hiding behind um, these gamer tags um, like they, they can't even. Like, like there's sometimes where they can't even enjoy a game that they love because it's just like a, a slew of fucking like, um, it, 
like 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 you you can't even play with a fucking headset on because it's, it's it's some some white person on the other side of the world like screaming nigger at you and you can't you can't even do sh- do shit but just like if you gotta like mute all the shit you you go on the message boards people are being racist as fuck in the message boards complaining about one black character showing up in in a precious call of duty video game or watchdogs or whatever the fuck and th- there's there's finally um like companies are finally investing in a black lead a black superhero a black video game character um and Black people are allowed to be joyful about this. I don't really give a fuck like where they're living. I, like they, you know, I, I don't. I honestly don't really care. Black people are allowed to be joyful. So mind your damn, mind your damn business. If you're that worried that they they're worried about a PS5 more than they're worried about their lights or or rent, then like you can pay their rent. You can pay their lights, like if 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 you think it's like that, that important to you, or you don't even know. You, you, and also, you, you like you don't know everybody's situation, so just like mind your damn business, and like just and you know if if you hating that like like that you don't have one, I don't know, maybe save up and get one. Just like, but like, yeah, it's just like you're not everybody's mother, you're not everybody's daddy, you're not everybody's like me, ma. So like, cut the shit. Cause like you, you're sounding very, it's it, it's giving it's giving black passport Twitter. So just calm the fuck down. Very that very just conservative, fiscally conservative Republican, but socially. Look, I have this is all I have to say. Whenever mm-hmm. I hear this shit, mostly my first instinct is to say mind your business too. But that's only because I know you niggas don't read. So that's the reason why I say to mind your business, because to tell y'all niggas to, to read a book would be like, would be like, you know, a Herculean task. So I just say mind your business because it's easier. What would be great is if niggas read books, if we're niggas, if niggas read books on poverty, if niggas really read books on how capitalism works, if niggas really read articles on like, on fucking, um, you know, on, on like, you know, a wealth hoarding. But the fact is niggas love, to not read and have an opinion about something that they know nothing about. And so niggas really think that poverty is a is a is a um <laughs> is a moral failing on the person. Right? Uh-huh. They think this is your fault. You did something wrong. Somebody in your family did something wrong when it's a systemic thing. So I would be less inclined to tell niggas to mind their business if y'all read. Because if y'all actually read, I wouldn't have to tell you to mind your business because you wouldn't be coming up with such trash takes. That's mm-hmm. all. P. Read a book, bitch. Read a book. Read, nigga. Read. <laughs> <laughs> no. no! Uh, speaking of the boondocks speaking of the boondocks um part of the reason why i i had i was forced to take a sabbatical from twitter for 12 hours um just (laughs) (laughs) so you know, you know, one of the one of those memes that are, that have been going around is like um, TV shows. Like, what, what's a quote from a TV show that automatically comes to head? Excuse me, that automatically comes to mind when you think of it. And one of my followers was like, um, 
um, they had they posted a, like a quote from, that Riley had said from the Christmas episode, uh, where he write he's writing a letter to Santa, and I and I finished mm-hmm. it, um, like going like like dear Santa, like you a bitch nigga, and then I was like dear Santa, no, you was a bitch ass nigga, because he like erased it. He's like you know what? Because like he. <laughs> He <laughs> feels like Santa been ducking him. Like you, you can't even like, you know, like yeah, Santa been ducking him. But you know he gonna get his ass. But the minute I directed it at the follower that I was just having a conversation with, we were just like reciting mm-hmm. quotes from a TV show. These motherfuckers fucking suspended me. Snatched you right on up. Fucking <laughs> threw me in the pen. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, but you know, I was, you know, when you when you locked up um, digitally oh, for for twelve hours, you you get to thinking a lot about life. Yeah, this you nigga know, go um, <laughs> about the things you said, about the people you've hurt, um, the, the people you've blocked, the um, the the DMs you've slid into. And it, it really makes you kind of like rearrange your whole entire life for 12 hours. And uh, I've really had time to think. And all I want to say is fuck all y'all. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck that Fuck that racist ass algorithm. Fuck these racist ass programmers. Fuck Twitter. Fuck these, fuck this shit. I don't give fuck y'all can eat my ass y'all can suck my dick i am going to say what the fuck i'm going to say i say nigga 80 million times a day 80 million goddamn fucking times a day whether it is digitally whether it is in person i called my nightstand a nigga last night because i stubbed my toe I'm kidding. I don't have a nightstand, but you get my point. You get my point. I do. You get you like like I, I what <laughs> again, uh, again like the the message comes back around. Mind your fucking business. Mind your business. Oh, mind your fucking business. Like this yeah. colonizer ass algorithm needs to mind his fucking business when the the black people are speaking amongst one another one another yeah. you know but it was it was so hard man like yeah like ain't, ain't nobody write me and shit like ain't, ain't nobody put money on my books bro it's fucking tough right. let me out hard all day let me out <laughs> phone on my waist straight face by myself <laughs> pillow <laughs> but yeah um, Twitter jail is no joke. So watch what you say in, in these streets. Watch watch where you're direct, directing your um, your words, your your syllables, your your pronouns, your delectables. I don't I don't know what whatever Ti said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That, that's yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty much it. it was just yeah. Um, uh, Twitter has allowed me to connect with a lot of a lot of people that I, I would not have um, otherwise, but. Yeah, it just just it was just a quick reminder that like a lot of these a lot of these platforms that we're on are mad racist. And yeah, yeah, it won't let us breathe. Yeah, like I like I I honestly thought my FBI agent was on vacation that, that weekend. 
I, I thought I, I, I could be a little bit more. <laughs> I thought I could let loose a little bit more, but I guess not. So yeah. I, I was I was quickly reminded. But but yeah, that that wraps up our our little show. That wraps up a Big Boy Brunch. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Big Boy Brunch. Leave a rating. Leave a comment. Um, leave your number. Leave your DM so we can slide up in that with blessings, of course. I don't know about all that, but oh. Dre, where can they find you? <laughs> I am on Twitter at Exhibit Dre and on Instagram at Exhibit underscore Dre. Awesome, and you can find me at L O L O v o n z on twitter and instagram you can see my my pretty face you you can see a whole bunch of other stuff um i i'm really getting into the instagram um story parts like that that story feature because like i i as an adhd person like i like random shit will just come to my mind about like Oh, I miss this TV show. Oh, I miss this TV show. Oh, just random. It's like, um, so like a lot of the shit posts that I would put on like my timeline, I can just throw up on the story and it'll just be gone. Right. And I, and I it's, mm-hmm. it, it cleans up my timeline a, a little bit. That, that is a feature I like. And, I, and I've seen, I've seen that um, people interact with my stories a lot more than like my regular posts. So, you know, it's um, better, better for engagements. So yeah, that, yeah. that's on, on the plus side of social media stuff so yeah but th- thank you all for listening thank you april for coming through absolutely um, yeah uh make, make sure you you follow her uh follow off color inc on twitter um yeah that that wraps up uh another successful but also messy episode of big boy brunch check please <laughs>